0: and welcome back to another episode of the Chronicles of a Sunflower. Today, I got not only one, but two guests who will be in today's episode. Their friendship has been filled with so many ups and downs, but nevertheless, they continue to demonstrate strong resilience that both can overcome life's obstacles together. Please give a warm welcome to Leslie and Juno. Thank
1: you, (laughs) hey, we're happy happy to be be here. here. Um, It's nice and warm,
2: that was a really warm welcome. Thank you, I feel cozy, I feel toasty. It's like you always know what to say. (laughs) Always, always know what to say, it's beautiful.
0: I am just so happy that both of you are here. You two are literally the perfect duo. I mean, Juno, you are practically like family at this point. I mean, I've seen you in so many parties with the family. <laughs> I mean, I know we were talking about family parties just a couple of minutes ago. Um, but one of the qualities that I love about how is how unconditional of a friend you are to Leslie, especially with the tragic accident of her husband. I truly admire how big of a heart you have to just go out there in Mexico and support my cousin during those difficult times.
1: Yeah, thank you. Oh, wow. That's that's such a nice compliment. Thank you. I really lo- appreciate those uh, words of affirmation as well on our friendship. Um, yeah, this has been seven years, seven years plus Ooh, in the making. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we've known each other in grade school. We went to the same high school and everything. That was, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, uh, she's always stuck by my side and I've always tried to reciprocate that to her, and I mean, I don't know how I could have done the last seven years without her, and so anything she needs, I got her
2: back. Yeah, I think um, it's the biggest codependency you'll ever see. It's <laughs> so, um, another way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it's a healthy one. It's a healthy one, I swear. But yeah, just meeting her, she was always there for me, and I reciprocated back, and that's how we've been here almost 8 years actually correction oh, excuse <laughs> me <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> and just have it. i just it's it's a uh, i wish everyone is able to have like the friendship that i have with her cuz it's just it's so special it's like we're connected telepathically <laughs> in a way like she always knows what i want she always she she knows me so much better than anybody so, likewise, <laughs> yeah, oh. I think it's really cool.
1: Besties, hey.
0: how would you say that this experience has shaped you, Leslie? Especially given the fact that this chapter of your marriage started so early. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, if you need to know how
2: much an ambulance costs from Michoacan to Tijuana, let me know. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, <laughs> I definitely. I feel like I've just became more confident. I mean, I've had to just kind of stand up tall and 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 hold back the tears as I'm talking to the neurologist saying, hey, your husband's never going to be the same anymore. Um, <laughs> just kind of swallowing that is like, whoo. But as far as shaping, I mean, I'm, yeah, definitely more confident, um, angrier at times. <laughs> <laughs> um i think that's just you know normal <laughs> i'm still valid grieving i'm still i mean it's it's so fresh like even if it's been five six months it's still so fresh and every day like the the common saying of you know things will get better for this situation it doesn't because every day it's like i'm being reminded what happened every day i see him and and even though he's progressing it's still like i don't know him anymore and he doesn't know me and we're like slowly coming together so it's also i'm i'm falling in love again but in a weird way (laughs) so but i think it definitely has shaped me emotionally physically um the way i react to things i don't react normally anymore it's like i just kind of always been a uh a fixer so i've always liked to fix things so when when the the whole situation happened even now like i'm still like okay well this has to be done emotions aside let me do this i got to call this i got to call this person i got to get his therapist i got to call you know make the connections between the counselor and the therapist like it it it's first my problem solving and then it's like okay then i cry (laughs) then i let it go and i'm like okay that was that was a day but i mean yeah i'm just still growing through it
1: no yeah you've definitely been resilient you've definitely like put your scrubs on real quick (laughs) and you went to work i mean it was incredible to see you go from um one character to the next. It was like, you know, like, no, I was thought I was coming to Mexico to see my best friend get married. Not this fucking C oh, excuse me. No, not this CNA.
2: You know. You
1: kidding. said it was gonna be okay. <laughs> okay. Right? Um No, definitely when I came to Mexico I was expecting to see my best friend, not some CNA, you know, I was crazy. I uh I was um definitely taken back by how uh (laughs) I mean you you pulled the IV out of him (laughs) and there was blood everywhere and you just you were so quick to react on everything um I remember there was a moment there where he had a he had something in his stomach where it was like a feeding tube but it was bothering him and he really didn't like it and he would always try to pull it out and he at this in this moment he was um he was still not conscious totally and um but he had one heck of a baby grip that's for sure <laughs> and um you know we had to just like hold the tube to not come out but also i mean it was just crazy i mean there were things we had to really just be on our feet about and leslie really just knew what she was doing for someone who had no idea what she was doing it was awesome I'm Still
0: down. <laughs> I don't know if you two know but I work at a family law firm. So I always see people getting divorced nowadays. Some people get divorced within a few years of their marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been tough. It has been because some of these cases like they hit like they really hit to me just seeing how like, you know, there's kids involved and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but less. I just want you to know how I want to recognize you for just being like this great wife to Armando, mm. I mean, wow! Just the time and dedication, like Juno was saying, you know, it's it's amazing to see you grow. Cause I've watched you grow since I think I met you when I when I was like uh, six, and you were probably like yeah, what eight? You were,
2: you were tiny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was.
0: I was really tiny. <laughs> like your patience and just being there for him and every doctor visit, staying strong for the both of you. Is like, wow, incredibly admirable to witness. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some ways that you have coped with this whole process of recovery for Armando? I
2: mean, obviously, Juno plays a huge part in coping. (laughs) (laughs) She's always there to be positive, she's always there to, you know, laugh, like, laugh about the situation because if I'm not laughing, I'm crying. So (laughs) (laughs) um, I think also, she she definitely makes a point of like going out be making a point of hey it's okay if you're not with him 24 7 you did everything you cut for him you need time for yourself and i do understand that but it is like it sometimes does feel weird because i know it's not my mom's responsibility in the end it's mine so i do feel bad leaving him sometimes but you know he's more conscious he's more at that state of like i can be alone you know, I can be at home and, and my wife can go have fun. That's perfectly fine. Um, but more coping, I think also seeing him improve is phenomenal. <laughs> I think it's it's like the science person in me that makes it so cool to see him literally transform from a baby to getting closer and closer to being my husband again. And it's incredible, honestly, to, to, it's, it's sad, but, (laughs) but it's also incredible in the ways that, um, one day his, his vocabulary just like, you know, it's bigger or, or he, he, without me prompting him to do something, he'll all of a sudden just turn on the TV. I remember one day we were just sitting there and, and it was still early on. He didn't really know much and he just turned on the TV and I'm like, what? (laughs) Like there's things that click for him and there's things that don't. And it's just so interesting for him to go around the house and just do like today, he's never cracked his fingers and he started doing it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That was that it's, it's, it's those moments that I'm like, wow, you know, he's coming back. In in what shape or form i don't know but he's coming back even if it's just a crack of a thumb <laughs> but it's like he's remembering things and he's he's never been one to be emotionally intelligent but in little ways he does show me that uh, he has emotions he feels it because the part of the brain that was damaged was memory and emotions so right now we're battling a lot of memory issues but emotions i feel like i mean he wasn't that from the start anyway so (laughs) i know what to expect but i do feel like he is becoming because i did also together june me um my mom everybody we did nurture him in a very loving non-judgmental way to where he felt safe enough to finally be vulnerable around us and that was just like it's so interesting it took a brain injury for him to <laughs> to like feel safe not saying that his family didn't make him feel safe but it's definitely a different environment
1: yeah yeah. don't try that at home
2: <laughs> <laughs> for your seatbelt
0: kids
1: <laughs> yeah yeah wow That was really good, Les. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, his recovery has definitely been uh, a sight to see. I mean, the neurologist also told you, remember, the last time we saw her, she told you it was a miracle.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a miracle that he was walking and talking again and things like that. Um, Yeah. I mean, sure, the confusion may be there sometimes, but he definitely has not gone backwards. He's definitely been pushing forward and persevering to get better. I mean, we were at um, one of his therapy sites is uh, where he does more physical therapy and stuff. And we got a kind of like a bring your uh, parents night at work
0: yes. or whatever, <laughs>
1: you know? And that was interesting to see and have each uh, therapist let us know what they think about his progress and stuff like that. And yeah, it was cool. He's, um, yeah. Definitely, this is a, quite the science experiment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hands but, on. Um, no, yeah, the love—the love that's there—is what definitely keeps it going, for sure. Um, she wants him to get better, really bad. We all do, and you know, we're fighting for him, with him, beside him.
0: Yeah. No, yes. I mean, definitely, both of you have like been there for each other through thick and thin, you know, I mean, Juno, you set the bar high, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know any other person that would jump on an ambulance and be like, let's go, Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So,
0: what I'm made told. you,
1: motivate <laughs> yeah. you? It's funny that you say that, Um, I didn't know we were gonna be riding in an ambulance, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the best part, I mean, um, I bought a ticket back in, what,
2: Volaris's anniversary in May or something. <laughs> Good old Volaris.
1: <laughs> Shout out, Volaris. Sponsor us, please. We go to Mexico every year. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we love your airlines. Um, no, but uh, seriously, though. Always
2: losing luggage.
1: Yeah, always. Well, you know, you got to get a little better at the luggage pie, but um we'll get into that later. I'll write okay. you a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, yeah, I had no idea where we were coming back in an ambulance. I, I bought my ticket um, in advance to come out for a wedding, um, see my best friend, marry her best friend, you know. And it was definitely took a turn, definitely sprinkled a little bit of, ooh, what about this, you know, mm-hmm. and none of that. Thank you. We'll have none. <laughs> we could have done without it, you yes, know. Absolutely. Um but, yeah, so when I, um, I kept my same dates. So when I did come out, it was my scheduled, uh, time to come out. And at that point he had been released from the hospital and, um, you know, it was just a matter of how do we get home? <laughs> um, I, uh, I just, I just knew that like, I wasn't going to leave them out there. Uh, I just, you know, not that that wouldn't have been a blast too. Who doesn't love being out in Mexico right. and. the... Uh, Live in that ranch life but um you know we've got obligations here that we got to take care of and i mean i knew that that was just the priority was getting home and uh yeah we couldn't fly because they had to. his brain would literally explode. yeah so <laughs> <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> there, there was no room for cabin pressure <laughs> um so we had to figure something else out and ultimately led to uh red cross yeah Shout out, Cruz Roja, también. Um, <laughs> the three. They gave us their three sportiest drivers. Jesus.
2: And, um, yeah. Uh, woo-hoo. do this, man. 90 an hour on speed bumps. <laughs> I mean, it was urgent, but we could have definitely slowed down. <laughs> Picture this. <laughs> June took... So, so Armando had pills. Um, they gave him sleeping pills. Like, basically, mm-hmm. oh, um... farmer pam ph- which is basically a really hardcore drug. It's, um... <laughs> it's not that hardcore. Well... It's just Xanax. It's basically, yeah. They're Xanibars. Yeah. Okay, they use so, Xanibars. <laughs> and she just couldn't fall asleep because of all the turbulence in the back. <laughs> and so she pops one, mm. she's out like a light. <laughs> <laughs> and it just so happened that it was the bumpiest point of the road where i'm like flying and armando's laying down and he's oh yeah flying. he's strapped <laughs> to a gurney
1: this entire time
2: he's just going everywhere and i'm like how are these asleep levitating <laughs> he's <at this> point. <laughs> we're both knocked out <laughs> And with the each backpacks bump. are going up and down the <laughs> luggage. I was just, man, it was. It was like the plane ride out of Wolf of Wall Street. It was beautiful. <laughs> or the ship And scene. chaotic at the same time. We're going to Monaco. <laughs> Turn the ship around. I don't care. <laughs> yes, times two. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, it was definitely 45 hours of just hang on. Oh, we. Got, I mean, if his brain wasn't already rattled
2: around <laughs> enough, you know, he really got a
1: second try at
2: it. So. I don't know if they didn't read the his charts. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Let's go."
1: <laughs> yeah interesting it was definitely interesting being stopped by people and oh being stopped by border patrol different times uh they had a lot to say um (laughs) we got a flat tire and they didn't realize until probably an hour (laughs) so i think they like messed up the rim and they had to get a completely new spare on there the cops came some other tow truck guy came and we were just in the back of the ambulance, just trying to survive, <laughs> just wishing we had a a portal, <laughs> so we could just teleport <laughs> to be honest
0: for a second, I thought that you guys had the absolute smoothest ride
2: oh. <laughs> nowhere near uh, I would definitely
1: would wouldn't say smooth, like maybe a crunchy peanut butter or something <laughs> but. <it laughs>
2: Like the Nurture Valley, (laughs) Nature Valley. It was everything. Everywhere. (laughs) As you open it, it all falls apart. (laughs) Yes. Oh
0: my god.
1: Definitely a different type of Uber. (laughs) Paid a little extra.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Les, I mean, I, I have to ask you because this literally, I mean, just by everything that you've been sharing mm-hmm. and Juno, like you guys too, you guys are absolutely so funny. I'm like over <laughs> here in the back crying and laughing <laughs> just about hearing you guys. But like, Les, what is, what like motivates you to continue going to this? Because I know that there is some times where it's like, you know, I feel like any person would understand and be like, oh, man, like, I need need to, like, pause for a minute because this is a lot. I mean, literally, it's not only, like, physical, it's also mental, just seeing how your husband is just processing all his memories back.
2: Definitely. I mean, full transparency, (laughs) I've always, it's been in the back of my mind, what if I just take him to his family? (laughs) What if I just... What if I just? But you know, what really motivates me is—is is I, <laughs> I did this. I I got him here. I pulled out an IV for him. I cleaned his trach tube. I oh my god! <laughs> I've done so much for him, and to just give up—that's that's not an option. It's not. It's nowhere near an option for me because I, I've always I've always wanted to see things through and I think that just that's my main motivation and obviously I adore and love him. This is my partner and I'm not giving up. I will see him through I will I will at the end of two years, three years, whatever year it takes, he will get there and we will. You know, it's just—it's just taking us a little bit more time. We, we, you know, there was. There was a different path that we had to take, and we're taking it, and it's the bumpiest one, like the ambulance ride. But man, <laughs> <laughs> it, I think at this point, it's like no matter how long it takes, I still have hope, and that's the last thing that goes—is hope. So. And I do see improvements, so it's just, it's it's all, it's the it's the hope, it's the seeing him improve, it's the, I mean, the wedding. The wedding is a big, too, also like a, a, a little ray of sunshine, kind of like, okay, in a year, I don't know what he's going to be like, but... I can go based off what he is now and what he thinks now and if you ask him if he wants to get married he is just delighted. <laughs> he is just like, "Oh, yes, of course I want to get married. Yeah, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that." It's compliment after compliment. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's very he's in a very loving stage right now and it's I mean, I hope that sticks because of course everything that he's gone through is stages. So I don't know what the next stage is, but I hope, you know, that
0: stays. (laughs) So what is like some advice that, you know, because some of my audience, obviously some of them, they're married. Some of them are single and some of them, you know, it's complicated. But what advice would you give them when it comes to facing challenges in their marriage relationship or anything in between?
2: I think... If you decide to be married to somebody, that's a full on commitment. You can't just think, oh, well, you know, I'll just get married and because that's what you do. No, you, you, I mean, that's traditionally what, you know, your parents want you to do, get married and have kids and have this and have that. But at this point, I mean, you have to personally picture yourself, see yourself getting married because you don't know what's gonna happen. You, you, you could go, you know, like me. <laughs> you, somebody can just not think about the consequences of his own actions and completely ruin your life. And, and you just have to continue on. You just have to know that you're going to get through it no matter how you deal with it and have patience for yourself. Um, definitely having close friends, family, anyone to talk to, um, reaching out, being vulnerable. It really just boils down to knowing who you are as a person and, and knowing that you made that commitment to that person. I mean, you're not stuck, but at least you owe it to that person to be there for them because next day could be you.
0: How has this experience shaped both of your guys' friendship? Because, I mean, you guys said you guys have known each other for a long time. So how has this whole experience shaped you both?
2: I I feel like year two, <laughs> year <laughs> twos, <laughs> I got to fully understand who she was. Um, So going through this experience, um, I got to see... Someone who is so loving, someone who is always patient, always laughing at situations, just making things easier for me. Um, <laughs> I think we've definitely grown closer, um, trauma bonding, but <laughs> but it's just been That's there's the, yeah there's no doubt in my mind that we will be old and still most likely living together <laughs> with Armando <laughs> cuz i don't think he has an option but <laughs> it, yeah i i owe my life to her i feel like she's been there i mean when nobody has it's it's unconditional for all of them <laughs> She's all right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, never.
1: Um, that was really nice. I'm, I'm crying over here. Um, no, jeez. I mean, holy moly, hot diggity dog. It's. Oh it's been. It's been. T- so you know, I feel like a lot of people relate to that
2: part. <laughs> that was a full sentence. <laughs>
1: Thank you. No, but um. I mean, maybe it's just because we're Libras and we like to keep each other balanced. Yes. So that's like been a really cool aspect in our friendship because Mm. it's like really important to be balanced, you know? Um, (laughs) No, but I mean, it's it's definitely been, we've had our own challenges. I mean, I've had a shitty partner before. Oh, excuse me. We've had our own challenges before, for sure. I've had a partner that wasn't the best for me, and, and she stuck around through that and, and held my hand at the end when I was crying, throwing up <laughs> over it, you know? And she still had my back. And there's, I don't know, there's just things you grow through together, and you just know that this is this is definitely someone you want to keep close, and you, you, you can't lose, and all that. Uh, Leslie's definitely that person for me as well, I mean. <clears throat> she's saved my life so many times uh and um shown me love that like I've never ever had anyone else uh reciprocate to me and that's just so important to me I've always said that that I was put aside to love and be loved and if anyone's been able to show me that that's that's true it's it's Leslie for sure and ooh, stop it's too much <laughs> but yeah yeah it's been great to have a friend like this i i i hope everyone gets a friend like this this um it's something special and it's and it's something important it's something you need you need people to keep you grounded like that and i've definitely been able to stay grounded because of her so shout out (laughs) Leslie. we're here shout out leslie
0: (laughs) and this is why like i wanted to bring you guys onto the podcast because i feel like anyone can learn anything from each other and you know like Juno like thank you so much for being there for my cousin (laughs) you know I mean ah man I think when when Armando gets like his full memory back I'm sure that he will love to have you <laughs> living yeah. with them because you, you proved to him that you were, you were going to be that one fresh friendship that was going to be there in sickness and in health, the good and the bad times. And that's like the thing that you don't see that nowadays. It's really rare to have a friend like that, to have each other like yeah. this, you know? Yeah. So before we wrap up this episode, you guys already know, my favorite question, um how would you two like to be remembered?
2: I think growing up I'd always i f- I felt as if I was misunderstood and not really included um so i think I think my main goal um always has been to to those people who don't feel included and don't feel. Like they are heard or they're misjudged or, you know, I feel like I've always made a point to make them feel accepted. I've always wanted to make people feel accepted because nothing is weird. No one is weird. <laughs> Everyone is unique and they deserve to, to be who they are. I don't think anyone should be hiding or, you know, I think I've always wanted people to shine through and be different because in like this culture you have to be a certain person and you have to be and it's very strict and women this and that and i never liked that and i i i love when someone just is different i want to applaud them i want to you know learn more about them so i've always if someone were to remember me by is if you know i ever made them feel accepted
1: me oh uh none for me thanks <laughs> <laughs> no i i uh i don't need to be remembered i don't think so um it was funny we were we were trying to figure out this question uh and i just that's my was my natural response honestly i um remember me for what <laughs> i don't know it's uh i guess um no, yeah, I genuinely, see, I can't even, mm. no,
2: so. I think, I think I could, um, remind everybody, <laughs> I would be the one to tell them, no, yeah, my best friend June, yeah, my best friend Juno, yo, yeah. okay, but my best friend Juno, yeah, she's she's the funniest person I know, so. <laughs> yeah. I would make sure that people remember her.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. People will remember her as the best friend who literally went to Mexico and went on a bumpy ride on an ambulance, because that takes guts.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's an honor, truly and honestly. (laughs)